I have always enjoyed learning. Since I've been out of school, I've continued to learn about science, history, economics, and literature. I've taught myself all kinds of things about fixing appliances, repairing bicycles, and growing vegetables. I expect I'll continue to learn and teach myself things the rest of my life. You too still have unlimited things you can learn about math, astronomy, geology, and anything else you are curious about. But it might surprise you to hear that everything you need to know about getting along with others, living a peaceful and successful life, you already have learned on the playground in kindergarten. Lessons like don't start fights, even if someone calls you a name. Respecting other people's property by not breaking it or taking it without permission. Treat other people kindly. How to make peaceful trades that benefit both people trading. Like trading one toy for another or trading lunch items. And if you did hit others, take their toy or treat them unkindly, you learned to try to repair the damage that you had done. If you broke someone's toy, you might have given them one of yours to make up for it. Maybe even a nicer toy than you broke. If you tripped someone on the playground, you helped them back up and maybe carried their backpack for them. If you were unkind to them, you apologized and possibly behaved extra kindly to them the rest of the week. As adults, if we follow these same rules, we can expect to live peaceful lives and prosper at whatever we do. And the majority of adults do continue to live like this, at least in a one-on-one -on -one basis. If I back my car into someone else's car, I pay to repair the damages and make the car look as good as or better than it did before. We would never take our neighbor's TV just because it is better than ours. If our neighbor refused to contribute to our favorite charity, we would never go into her purse and take the money by force. You wouldn't use your martial arts techniques on our neighbor just because he had an obnoxious dog. And we would never hire a gang of thugs armed with guns to commit any of these acts of theft or violence for us. But what if people use government to do these things for them? What if a group of people decide they want to improve their neighborhood by planting trees along the road? If they were to follow the rules they learned on the playground, they might go door to door on the streets and ask other people who also share their ideas for planting trees to contribute any amount of money they can afford and believe is worthwhile to plant new trees. They might approach a local business and ask them to donate money. They could do fundraisers where people voluntarily give money to purchase the trees. Or they might agree to get a loan from a bank and each contribute to paying it back. But surely none of them would think to go door to door with a gun and force people to give money for the trees. Or hire an organization of thugs to threaten their neighbors to make them contribute. Or to drag them away and lock them in a cage if they refuse to participate in the fundraiser. But people fail to realize that when they use government to get the trees planted, they are using threats, theft, and violence against their neighbors. They vote for a tax to pay for the trees and fail to see that the tax is theft. Everyone who lives in the neighborhood is forced to pay for the trees through the tax, whether or not they can afford to, or whether or not they value and desire the trees. Anyone who chooses not to participate in paying the tax for the trees 
will receive a visit from thugs armed with guns. But since these thugs work for the government, they are called police and have the support of the neighborhood. These police will threaten to drag off those not wishing to participate to be locked in a cage, or even shot and killed if they continue to resist the thugs. But we generally don't see this happen, because most people understand what will happen if they don't participate in paying this tax. So, they just resentfully pay it to avoid the violence. The neighbors who want the trees have not directly used violence to collect any money, but they have used the people calling themselves the government to do it for them. If it is wrong to use violence to force someone to do something against their will, is it still wrong to hire someone else to do the violence for you? Through taxation, people who are against war are forced at gunpoint to pay for killing machines. People who never set foot in a museum are forced at gunpoint to build them. And people without children are forced at gunpoint to pay for schools. Government is a tool people use to force their friends, neighbors, and family to do things and pay for things they wouldn't do or pay for if they were given a choice. Government is also a tool people use to prohibit their friends, family, and neighbors from doing things they don't want them to do, even when those things are peaceful and don't harm anyone. My question for you then is, what kind of a friend, neighbor, or family member is a person who will hire other people to use violence for them to force other people to do what they want 